everybody. Welcome to the Bean Ball, the most exciting podcast about the most boring sport. I am Brady O'Callaghan. And I'm Joy Price. And we are your hosts today. Uh, today we're going to do a little something a little bit different. We're going to do an Around the Horn episode. Uh, basically, we've got a few different topics that we want to just kind of like talk about, throw them around a little bit. And when you go, when you throw around the horn in, in in a ball game, you throw it around the infield a little bit, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to, you know, going to yeah. start at the catcher. We're going to toss it to that third baseman. That third baseman, he's going to toss it to that second baseman. That second baseman, he's going to toss it to that shortstop. That shortstop's going to toss it right back to the pitcher. First baseman's going to look a little lonely being left out of it. But you know, what but can you do? Them's the breaks. Yeah, them's the breaks. Uh, later on in the podcast, we're going to have our uh, good friend Amanda Giobi on to talk about. Uh, Truly remarkable um, play. A really beautiful play. Um, in our uh, softball game, uh, Joey and I play on a softball team that plays at uh, McCarran Park on Saturdays in Williamsburg, New York. Yep. Uh, Amanda is also on that team. And a, a, a miraculous thing happened in our last game, so we just wanted to talk about it with her. Yeah, she's going to give you the in and outs on that. Yeah. Uh, but first, let's talk the news, shall we? Let's do it. Um, we thought since, you know, it's been about uh, the season's been going on for about a month that it might be fun to do a little bit of like a standings check-in, see how the league is shaping up to be, uh, you know, if the league ended right today, how would things look? Yeah, we talked a big game about uh, in our first episode how we thought some teams were going to do, and let's see how we are if yeah. we're on track. So, uh, you know, there's there's a couple of surprises. The the Rays, which is, you know, our team, our, our, our team this year, uh, they are doing very well. They're in first place in the East, uh, a, a game and a half in front of the Yankees. Uh, you know, you'd expect the Yankees and the Red Sox to to kind of be up there in that division uh, if you were to uh, guess at the beginning of the season. Red Sox off to a pretty rough start at the beginning. Uh, so the Rays are one of, I would say, two surprising things going on right now in, yeah. in the league. For sure. Uh, an unsurprising thing is that the Yankees are right behind them. Yeah. But the surprising thing about that is that uh, the majority of their starting lineup was out injured yeah. so far this season, and it's crazy that all of these backup guys are still I know. dominating they put like two or three more people on the injured list over the weekend and they still swept the giants which makes me happy it doesn't sound like it makes you happy no dude. i'm thrilled mm. um <laughs> the other surprise let's just get right into it is in the al central the twins are doing uh very well much better than i think people would have expected at the beginning of the season um you know i guess it is worth saying at this point like there ha- this is kind of a small, small sample size that we're dealing with sure you're going to expect some teams to overperform and some teams to underperform with so few games played uh but you know, uh, weirder things have happened than a team like the Rays or the Twins being good right. uh, in a season. Uh, yeah, everyone expected pretty much nothing from the AL Central. Uh, they thought Cleveland was just going to run away with it. Yeah. And some of us even hoped that that was true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, even Cleveland thought that as well, it, which kind of they, they used as like their excuse for not making any offseason moves. It's like, well, we can kind of get into the playoffs no problem because the rest of our division is uh, uh, so bad. Yeah, they did absolutely nothing in the offseason. Yeah, and maybe that's, that's going to hurt them, uh, which I like uh, Cleveland, Brady, but I, I do kind of like it when teams, uh, you know, pay for their stupid decisions, when it, especially this kind of stuff. Sure. I mean, if they have to learn, <laughs> let them learn early in the season. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it'll probably get better. Uh, um, uh, AL West? Uh, AL West? Nothing 
too surprising here. Yep, not at all. Houston is uh, doing well. They're mm-hmm. uh, half a game ahead of uh, Seattle, yeah. which is it's always fun to see Seattle do well. Absolutely. And I, I think, if anything, the Astros have maybe underperformed a little bit. Like, they are just so good. I kind of expect them to go on, like, a... 15 game winning streak at some point in this season you know or like right. you know they're gonna go 16 and two yeah they uh, should probably be the best team in baseball yeah. but i agree the mariners being uh still good is uh, uh very fun they got off to such a hot start right away yeah they've cooled down a little bit since then but you know their their run differential is uh plus 14 they're they're playing their their record is about what you'd expect it to be so uh i think that's pretty fun yeah Shall we move on to the National League? Yeah. Uh, let's save the East for last, if you don't mind. Maybe we start with the NL West. I don't mind even a little bit. All right. So NL West, uh, also what you'd expect, those stinking Dodgers uh, out in first place. Um, and, you know, you hate to see that. Yeah. I, I feel okay about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you hate, we all hate to see it. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is kind of fun, though, is that uh, San Diego is trailing them uh by two games and yeah. every, the expectation for san diego was they're gonna be so good in a couple of years turns out they're pretty good now too yeah, yeah and that's which is great very and fun the diamondbacks watch. are kind of right at their heels as well yeah um, so that could turn into a pretty uh a possibly competitive uh uh division there but uh, you know the dodgers are i think just a lot better than those teams at this point with their talent. Yeah. Uh, the future looks really bright for the Padres, yeah. uh, which is great. Who's who's trailing the NL West? Um, oh, I can't read. Uh, my page doesn't go down that far, so I actually Okay, can't mine read does. It. It's San Francisco, oh, dude. Hmm, I don't know. You might want to refresh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, um, uh, NL Central, uh, St. Louis. Yep. Um, you know, the Cardinals... They haven't made the playoffs in a few years. They are just still, they're just always there, though. They're always competitive. Yeah, they float around. They, they're they never like a sub-500 team, it feels like. Um, the Cubs got off to a like a really bad start. I think they were one in six or something like that. Yeah. So honestly, the fact that they have, that they're above 500 this quickly uh, after that bad start uh, is pretty remarkable. Um, and, and Milwaukee as well, right there. This, this division right now is, is pretty competitive. Uh, my guess is, um, that those top three teams will probably stay. I think the Cardinals, the Cubs and the Brewers will probably stay pretty close to each other. Um, yeah, it seems like they'll duke it out. Yeah. The Brewers, Yelich has been so hot. Um, but outside of that, I I could see them maybe, um, I, I don't know if they have, uh, the, the, run prevention capability that maybe uh, the Cardinals and the Cubs do. Yeah. Um, and finally, uh, and in what was expected to be the most exciting division of the season and has become, has proven itself so far to be the most exciting division is the NL East where we've got the Phillies, the Mets, the Braves and the Nationals are all within three games of each other. It's really tight. Those are all, three really good four really really good teams yep um uh and the marlins doing very very poorly yeah the marlins are very bad which you'd also expect um so yeah i think that that is a a fun uh definitely a fun one to kind of keep an eye on the nationals and the braves are both sub 500 but i think probably because those teams have been playing each other a lot more than they've been playing other teams right i think that you know that could just kind of be like a little bit of a 
a duke it out kind of division. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we'll keep our eyes on it. Yeah. For sure. Uh, that's yeah. I'm I'm excited about it. Uh, that one. Uh, and I'm hope the last few years it feels like once we get to the end of the season, like everything's kind of set for the last uh, week or so. There there's not like a ton of uh, uh, close things. So I'm hoping this year we get we get some. You know that last weekend we've got some uh, deciding series to look forward to. I hope. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that pretty much wraps up the goings on in the league. Um, but uh, next up, we we went to Joey and I. We went to a little baseball game on Friday yeah. this past Friday. Uh, we went and saw. We watched the Mets uh, play the Brewers on Friday night, and uh, it was uh, really fun. Um, uh, but there are some, you know, some, I guess some negative things that we want to talk about first. Sure. I, I mean, it's not really negative. I, we'll set the scene for you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the game was, um, had a rain delay yeah. for almost three hours. Yeah. It was raining all day in New York. Yes. Basically. It stopped raining a couple of hours before game time, but there was this forecast coming was clear that it was going to be raining kind of right when the game started or shortly after the game started. Right. Um, you know, no announcement from the Mets whatsoever until about 10 minutes before game time. Right. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, we, so we were there for, um, a friend's birthday celebration. Liz Noth, friend of the pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, future guest of the pod. We hope future guest. We hope fingers crossed. Yep. Um, call us, um, hey, return our calls, please. <laughs> um, uh, she is a Milwaukee Brewers fan. She's mm-hmm. from Milwaukee. Um, so, yeah, they came into town. They were playing the Mets, and uh, she had a bunch of uh, folks out to go see the game. Um, uh, and uh, folks who got there early decided to um, camp out at the Mickler Brewery yeah. uh, attached to the stadium. Um, we talked about them. Um, Last episode. Last up. Yeah. Uh, and it was great. It was great. We had a really, really fun time hanging out there. Uh, fair amount of fans were there, but it wasn't super crazy. Their beers are good and pretty inexpensive for what you're going to get. Yeah. Good grub. Yeah. Good food. Some games. Yeah. So we hung out there until about nine 45. We were there for a solid two to two and a half hours, I would say. Yeah. The game was supposed to start at seven. It had an adjusted start time of nine 50. Yep. Uh, that was the rain for you. So anyway, we went inside. Nobody's at this game at this point, right? Everybody's no. left. There's... I would say maybe 3000 people. Yeah, I'd say that's right. We're in left field and still you, there are, you know, people checking tickets at all of the good seats. These, these sections that are just barren, no, a, a wasteland of seats. You can't get to those nice seats. No way. No how. No. Uh, which we have said before is crazy it's so stupid you're watching tv that's like the 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 angle that you're seeing the most is behind home plate put some people back there what's it's not hurting you at all to get some people back there right uh, and i understand maybe you want to wait until the third sure. inning or so yeah give, but you, give people the opportunity to get to their real seats sure the second it turns into 11 30 p.m yeah. no one's gonna stumble into this baseball game they are gone they've abandoned those seats yeah just let the people <laughs> Get up close. <laughs> yeah. Not going to hurt you at all. Um, I left after the fourth or the fifth inning. Brady, uh, it was about midnight. Uh, you stayed. I, I stayed, yes. I stayed the entire game. Uh, it did not last longer than nine innings. Thank God. <laughs> Could um, you imagine? <laughs> oh, my God. 
but the I think we left the stadium at 1:45 in the morning. Wow. That is late. Yeah. And it I mean, we had such a great time. Yeah. It was it, like the thing is, is we're complaining about this kind of stuff, I guess. It was so fun. I had such a fun time. And part of that was because, like, we couldn't get in for a while, so we were just, like, drinking a little bit, which was fun. But then the fact that it was empty, kind of, like, we got to go a little bit maybe crazier than we would have otherwise. We got to be complete idiots. Yeah. Because uh, it felt like we had our own sections. Yeah. Um, which was a, a blast. Yeah, it, it was really, really fun. It was a one-of-a-kind baseball experience. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, highly recommend yeah. going to games that start at 10 p.m. Yeah, the uh, Brewers ended up uh, winning the game. Uh, 10 thanks, to 2. Yeah, thanks in part to a really amazing catch that Lorenzo Kane made in uh, center field. He robbed a home run um, uh, from Todd Frazier, yeah. uh, friend of the pod. <laughs> friend of the pod. <laughs> and uh, uh, it, was, it was one of the better uh, catches I've ever seen. He really kind of reached back for it over the fence, uh, he, I watched a replay of it the next day just to kind of make sure that it was as good as I thought it was. And like his body hits the wall before he catches the ball. Like it's all, it, it doesn't make kind of any sense how he caught this thing. Uh, it was, it was cool. And then he shook his finger. It was <laughs> really amazing to <laughs> yeah. see. I mean, it was amazing to see, um, a potentially a home run and it was definitely going to be oh yes yeah yeah this thing was dead center hit really hard this thing was gonna be two feet over the wall i'd say yeah it was great yeah it was cool uh so yeah you know get get out there get get out to that ballpark it 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 is the best way to watch baseball and it it, 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 you just kind of can't not get in the mood when you're there so yeah it was really fun highly recommend uh going to that mickler brewery beforehand too yeah it's great um, all right, so uh, we're going to kind of uh, do this little new segment on the uh, show. Um, we don't. We need a better name for it than what we're about to call it, but we, what we're about to do is we're going to explain a confusing aspect of baseball. We're, we'd love for you to email and with a better name than that. You know, you can email thebeanballpodcast at gmail.com and throw out your segment name ideas. We'd love to hear it. And we'd also love to take some uh, questions for this segment. Let's say you're new to baseball, you're watching a game, you don't understand something, uh, uh, or you're old to baseball and something has always been weird for you or whatever. Email us in. Uh, we'll do our best to explain it with very little preparation. Yeah. I think that's what we're hoping for here. We might be wrong about some of this, but we're going to try our darndest to be right. Yeah, please don't Google it. Hey, email <laughs> us and wait. Uh, a, a week or so, yeah, um, and we'll explain. Yeah. Uh, and we might not have this every single episode, but we'll we'll pepper it in. Oh, for sure, it's a fun and easy one to do. Yeah. Um. So, uh, sometimes it'll be maybe certain plays that happen or certain rules. Today, we'd like to talk about a specific stat uh, that you'll see. Yeah, we mentioned it. Uh, I believe in the first episode in regards to Mike Trout. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is war. W a are. Wins above replacement. Uh, it is a uh, confusing stat, and I think it. I think first we're gonna uh, maybe try to define what it means, uh, and we might not even get into how it's calculated because I don't. I, that's, I have no idea. 
This yeah. is the first time I'm even considering <laughs> that we might have to explain that, and I have no idea. Yeah, I think it would be a lot. And it also, uh, we'll get into it. Um, okay, so wins above replacement. It's essentially the, the goal of this stat is to assign a number value to a player's ability or, or uh, to what they have done, to what they have achieved, to what they have added to their team. It's trying to assign a number value to that. Um, I guess we should start with what a replacement is what replacement is because that's probably a sure. thing sure right? i yeah. my understanding please correct me sure. if i'm wrong here live on the pod <laughs> um uh is if you took them out of this team's lineup and replaced them with presumably anyone else or like blank slate mm-hmm. um that would be count as replacement yeah it's basically if you replace them with a person that you could get for free so somebody that's in your minor league system that you would call up, you'd be playing, paying league minimum for somebody off of the, somebody that another team has just let go of that you could pick up off the waiver wire. Somebody that is like a, essentially a free league minimum player. Uh, it's important that it's not an average player. Um, a, an average baseball player is a, is a good player. They're, they're going to be a positive asset to your team. So it's not wins above an average player uh an average player you would expect to be about a two win player uh, a replacement player would be a zero win player um uh so uh if you had a a, a, a team there's 25 people on a roster if you had a roster of 25 replacement level players you would expect that team to win a certain amount of games. You'd expect them to win something like 45, something around that. Yeah, let's be real. These guys fucking suck, man. <laughs> They're terrible. Most guys can do two, you know? Yeah. These guys can't even put up a point zero one. Yeah, they can't do that. And it's like, they're bad. I, I mean, I don't know what my war is, but I'd like to think that it's more than zero, right? We're, we're in the high 80s, for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, so, yeah, you'd expect them to win a certain amount of games. And so let's say it's 45. You're starting that as your baseline. And then the value that, you, that a single player adds to the team is how many more wins are they above that baseline uh, uh, that you would expect them. What, how many wins did they add to, the, to that team, essentially? Um, uh, what it's trying to do with a lot of it is, uh, and this is the case with a lot of these advanced metrics, uh, is that it's trying to kind of take this the situation or the scenarios out uh, of it because there are certain stats that uh, the player doesn't have as total control over. A stat like runs or RBIs are really based on how players around them are playing. And so it focuses more on what is what did this player contribute in the abstract um, without it? And um, uh, also, it uh, a a catcher, which is a really difficult defensive position, uh, they're graded at a on a different scale than a first baseman, which is a less uh, difficult position to play. Um, so uh, that matters too. The position that you play also affects what your war is going to be. Uh, I think it's a good stat. Uh, I like it. Um, uh, they, there's one really big problem with it that I think is um, uh, dumb. What's that? Okay, so there's essentially two places that calculate war. There's a website called Fangraphs, and there's a website called Baseball Reference. 
And one player's war is going to be different on those two sites. Okay, that's insane. <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah. So it is a little, it's not, it's not, um, I guess how different places uh, uh, calculate it is a little bit subjective. And that is, a you know, possibly a problem uh, or and only leads to more confusion. Uh, but in general, if you see a player and they've got two, they have a war, you hear they have a war of two at the end of the season, they've added two wins to their team at the end of the season, that's a pretty average player. If you see somebody and at the end of the season they have a war of like five or six, that's a good player. Uh, and then if you see, you know, seven and above, you're talking all-star, you're looking at MVP, you're talking Mike Trout. Um, I'd like to maybe talk about like um, the best. Uh, I think Babe Ruth has the highest war of any of a season war. Yeah, and I was maybe trying to look it up, uh, possibly of all time. Um, current current uh, war uh, standings right now. Cody Bellinger is actually at the top uh, for the 2019 season. He's at 3.3. Mike Trout right behind him at 2.3. Christian Yelich at 2.2. So it's still very early. I would expect probably all of those numbers to go up. Yeah. Babe Ruth for his career had a war of 168.4. Barry Bonds right behind him with a war of 164.4. And then a pretty big gap uh, to Willie Mays in number three, which is, uh, which is right at 149.9. Uh, war is also, um, uh, it's era specific. Uh, they try to kind of, uh, uh, gauge it on, uh, what the era was like to play in. So it is a way to kind of, uh, value player, current players to, uh, past players in a pretty truthful way with whatever kind of math they're using, which again, I can't even begin to understand what that is. Yeah. And I don't want to. I mean, nobody needs that uh, level of detail. Yeah. You show me the number, I'll be like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, I just trust that they're doing it right, I guess. Yeah, I believe them. Um, uh, it is it is pretty cool, and I, we've said it before, but uh, baseball has such a long, rich history um, that I love that Babe Ruth can still be in that conversation, but right behind him is Barry Bonds, who yeah. was not too long ago. Yeah. Um, I would expect... Uh, somebody in that's around right now to like shoot up. Oh yeah, college. for sure. I mean, yeah, I, 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 you gotta think that a player like Mike Trout, if he continues to play at the level that he's playing at for a few more years is going to be, you know, in probably that top 10, uh, 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 area at some point. Uh, Alex Rodriguez is number 13. He's probably the most recent after, well, oh. the most recent. Cool. Yeah. So anyway, that's war. Uh, I hope it was kind of understanding. What is it good, good for, for measuring, measuring a player's worth? Um, uh, that's the theme song for this segment, no matter what we talk about. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we'll record it. Uh, and yeah, please do uh, uh, email us with any questions you might have. We'd love to talk more about this kind of s- stupid, heady unclear stuff when it comes to baseball. Yeah. Because there's a lot of it. Well, we'll do, I mean, it could be a statistic. It could be 
uh, a specific rule or something. I just had to have Joey clear up the infield fly rule for me because oh. I thought I understood it. I did not. So we'll probably tackle that. That is on the list for sure of things to talk about. Yeah. Um, great. Uh, yeah. Again, please email us. It's the beanball podcast at gmail.com. Um, cool. Awesome. Uh, next up, we thought we'd uh, have a slightly maybe more fun um and definitely less technical hmm. uh, um, aspect of baseball. I, I think uh, me talking about that was like really funny. Oh, and I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> like, did you hear what I said about like measuring value and stuff like that? Do we need to talk about this? No, I think it was hilarious, dude. <laughs> okay. I love what you do. Thank you. All right. All right. Well, the next <laughs> we're going to move on to an equally funny. Equally technical um, <laughs> section. Uh, we're just calling it baseball glossary. Um, one of the beautiful parts about baseball is, dang, they're going to have a whole bunch of slang um, and nicknames and uh, a bunch of stuff uh, to refer to truly any aspect of the of the game. Um, and we think they're so funny, clever, and uh, we just think it's cool and it makes you seem like hip and in the know to know the jargon yeah um, and they're so and they're so silly too there's some of these things are so fun and dumb and you don't know why they call it that but right. sure yeah if these are things that if you heard somebody talk uh and you didn't know what they were talking about you'd be like this person is insane um and they're having a mental breakdown and just substituting words um but uh yeah, we think uh, stuff is this stuff is fun. Yeah, we thought we'd kick it off with uh, the name of our podcast, the Beanball. Yeah, um, uh, which is simply uh, a pitch th- thrown uh, at a batter's head, uh, and it hit, hits that person in the head. They call that a beanball. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, you could, you also hear it as like he uh, he beaned him. Mm-hmm. He got beaned. You hear it that way. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it, it's not um, a thing that we really endorse, but it is a silly name for a bad thing. Yeah, for sure. We uh, we don't love it. We um, I would even say more than don't endorse. We actively would discourage this. It's a terrible thing to do. Um, uh, one player in history actually did die from getting yeah. hit in the head. Mm-hmm. He played for the Cleveland baseball team. All right. Um, more to our team's rich history. Um, uh yeah we uh we love that and uh we love it as the name of our podcast because you know we bringing it straight to the dome yeah it's hitting you in the head (laughs) (laughs) all right next we got the show this is a fun one the show is just the the big leagues major league baseball yeah used in context it would be like oh he made it to the show yeah you know it's another good one that's related to that what he had a cup of coffee Oh my god. I love that. <laughs> yeah. It's like when a player kind of goes back and forth between like the minors and the majors and when they get to the majors it's like, yeah, he had a I had a cup of coffee. Oh yeah, that's like, great. Yeah. Yeah, he was there so so briefly <laughs> yeah. that he only had time for a cup of coffee. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. That's yeah. great. Uh the show um is used a lot in the movie Bull Durham. Mm-hmm. Um which is great. It's about a minor league team um with a incredible uh prospective talent pitcher. Uh, who's trying desperately to make it to the show. Yeah, it's a really, really fun term for uh, the big leagues. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that people should just start calling it the show. 
I'm going to watch the show tonight, you know? Yeah, I think that's great. I'm going to watch the big show. Um, uh, Next one, I'll I'll talk about, uh, this one's a a twofer. Um, We have uh, Fireman and Arsonist. Uh, A fireman is uh, the name of a relief pitcher who's uh, brought in, essentially, to put out fires, meaning the team's in a bad place. Um, uh, you know, maybe they, the previous pitcher loaded up the bases, so they bring in some guy to put out that fire. A fireman is somebody who does that job well. Um, the exact opposite is an arsonist. is somebody who just makes the fire so much worse. They come in to put it out, but instead they, you know, probably just throw a, to a bunch of hits, a bunch of runs scored, um, and they make the situation so, so much worse. It's really fun. Why a fire verb or fire analogy? Couldn't tell you, but it's great. It's perfect. Yeah. One person had an idea, and then they're like, <laughs> I like that. Let's extend the metaphor. <laughs> yeah. Um, another really fun one is stuff. <laughs> Just stuff. Uh, it's one of the best. Yeah. Uh, stuff refers to, uh, like, basically how effective a pitcher is. So if a, a pitcher's stuff is what he what he's throwing and if he's got good stuff then he's been throwing pretty good and if he's got lousy stuff oh he hasn't been looking that good at all and just to call it stuff it's great my favorite modifier of stuff is filthy oh yeah Mm -hmm. if a pitcher has filthy stuff that just means that they they put on some movement on the ball and it's just like how how is it how are they doing the stuff that they're doing it almost seems dirty uh, that that they can throw a ball the way they do. Um, uh, another fun one, and I actually don't think I'd heard this one until I looked at this glossary, uh, but I really like a, a banjo hitter. <laughs> I had never heard it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's th- some of these might just be ones that they one person has said at one point and just... For sure. Yeah. One broadcaster yeah. coined it and just... Uh, was married to it for their entire career. Yeah. A banjo hitter has no power. They just hit like bloop singles. That's all they that's all they do. Uh apparently it came from like a bad sound like a twang off of the bat cuz they're not hitting it when <laughs> they're not sing- making good contact. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a like it's a twang of a banjo. Oh my god, that's so funny. I love that. Um one that I had never heard of um but I, I love more than maybe anything is the Bugs Bunny changeup. Yeah, yeah, this one is great. Um, which is just uh, a changeup pitch uh, that moves so slowly uh, that it the batters have a chance, like in cartoons, to take like three <laughs> solid swings at it before it ever crosses home plate. I love that so much. We have all seen that cartoon yeah. where this person sits and it's strike one, strike two, strike three <laughs> off of one pitch. That's exactly what they're talking about. Yeah. It's so good. It's would never happen like that in real life, but to take it and be like, okay, well, that's at least a thing that we can call a real thing in baseball. For sure. It's yeah. so good. Most, most pitchers are throwing uh, at like 90 or above. So anything that's maybe like 70 or lower is absurdly slow. Yeah. I watched a video compilation of people throwing the slowest pitches, yeah. and they were all coming in at like, 54 or 62 and i'm like that is the fastest i've ever thrown a ball yeah i know it's at, at most is that uh they call those pitches as well ephus pitches have you seen that ephus yeah e-e-p-h-u-s it's like a high arcing slow pitch 
Um, and when I was growing up, I had my dog was named Ephus because my dad liked that word so much. That's a great <laughs> dog name. It's a really good dog name. Um, there are so many fun uh, baseball terms. This is probably something that we're going to come back to from time to time because we'll like hear some broadcaster say something. I'll be like, all right, well, I got to figure out what that thing is now. Yeah, I mean, I've got some favorite favorites that uh, my hometown broadcasters mm-hmm. would say. Yeah. Every, uh, we'll talk about home run calls too because everyone has their own uh, verbiage oh, yeah. for that. Oh, and yeah. I love them. Yeah, some really fun ones. Um. Uh, so yeah, uh, some really great terms out there. Uh, uh, the, again, baseball is just so rich with history that like it only accumulates this kind of stuff. And there's some some really fun ones. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, we're gonna head on to our uh, last segment. Uh, uh, we're gonna talk for a little bit with our good friend and softball teammate Amanda Giobi. <laughs> Hey, welcome back. We have joining us first time guest, Amanda Giobi. Amanda, welcome to the Beanball. I mean, it's the best day of my life being here sitting with you two right now on my favorite podcast I've ever listened to. Wow, that is so nice of you to say and almost uh, feels untruthful. It you totally know? is not untruthful. This is a huge endorsement <laughs> yeah. for the podcast. Yeah. By this the way. could be big. Yeah, yeah. Um, Amanda uh, uh, plays on a softball team, a co-ed softball team that uh, Brady and I are also on, uh, called Dirt. We play in Brooklyn at McCarran Park on Saturdays. Come on out to a game sometime if you want. You really should. I think it's one of the more enjoyable things to watch. It's lively, and we're good. We've had uh, spectators before, too, people who have no stake in coming out to see softball come out. They seem to have a good time. I've never seen anyone not have a good time. Yeah. I, not one time in my life anywhere, have seen anybody have a bad time. I I think I might have the same experience. (laughs) Uh, So uh, uh, we we brought Amanda on because um, a certain thing happened at the the end of the game uh, on Saturday that we kind of just want... Uh, uh, to talk about with her. So, uh, Amanda, um, uh, if you could maybe like set the scene and then kind of go into what y- what happened and what what was going through your head. Yeah, I'd love to set the scene even before the game. If okay, I could. sure. <laughs> Take us way back. <laughs> I'd love to set the scene starting at uh, I believe it was midweek before our game started, and I I reached out to the two of you via text, because we're on a text thread, um, as you should be with all your very best friends. Uh, And I said, I had a dream that I hit a home run, and you two were there cheering me on. So that, okay, that really sets it up, right? Yeah, definitely. So I I go into this particular game already believing I'm going to hit a home run. (laughs) And the listeners should know I have recently switched from three-pound weights to five-pound weights. That's also... That's bulking up. A huge setup to this story. It's a good thing that the listeners know that. (laughs) Yeah. Because... (laughs) A lot of people probably came in assuming you were lifting three-pound weights, but we got to set the record straight. It's five pounds. It's five pounds for this year because I have said I really want it. To be fair, I want to hit a grand slam. Sure. Yeah, which 
for the listeners, is when three people are on base and somebody gets up and hits a home run. Yeah. I'm sure they're unaware of what that is, too. But, um, <laughs> so uh, coming into this game, my, my first at bat, I got a really nice single. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, oh, well, I guess that's not the at bat. I'm going to get a home run. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> then um, my second at bat happens to be what we didn't know then would be the last play of the game. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep, sure. <laughs> okay. So my second at bat is there's one man on base. I don't even remember who it was, um, but I think that there's somebody on first or second. And our team is down by four runs, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, the final, well, I, yes, okay. I believe we were down by four or five runs. Okay. We were down by four or five mm-hmm. runs and I'm up to bat. And the way that this league works is you get an automatic strike and ball to start your count. So I hit a foul ball on my first swing so that it's not a full count, but that I got two strikes against me mm-hmm. at this point. You got to protect the plate. So I knew I had to swing and I knew I was a prophet, so <laughs> I knew that this swing had to be my home run, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I swing and I hit, oh, baby boy, I hit a good one. You smash it. I smash it so far. Yeah. You and smash it to left field. Outfielders were playing pretty shallow, yeah. Yeah. assuming they're just going to try and throw it to first. Right. Big mistake. Yeah, you hit it past the outfielders. I- this is a good, good, good god dang Smash. It was a good god dang smash. <laughs> Maybe good god dang or more than usual for me. Sure. Like it was one of your better hits. It was one of my yeah. better hits. Um, so the arrogance just floods right to the brain, right? Where I'm like, oh, I hit this. Here we go. So I round first. So confident. I round second. We have a wonderful third base coach <laughs> who. Um, Brad Mead. Brad Mead, a uh, huge fan of the pod. Uh, and I hear Brad say, go home. Like he's, he is at this point waving me on. So he's waving you through. He's sure. waving my th- me through and my, my honest to God brain at this point, And this is why I can't wait to hear your perspective mm-hmm. because I can't see the ball at this point. But I was like, Gal, you did it. <laughs> you did it. You are about to score a home run. Now, What I'll say is the moment my foot, my back foot lifted off third base, I heard Brad sort of mumble (laughs) something along the lines of, oops, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) And so I had a really important choice at that moment, which was like, am I going to get caught in a pickle? Because I assume the ball is pretty near me. Or am I just going to go for it? And so, you know, split-second decision, I just decide to charge right through to home base. Um, The catcher's in my way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, so the catcher is um, guarding the plate in order to get me out, and he he has the ball with ample time. (laughs) (laughs) And when I say ample time, I mean, like, he could have had two or three licks of an ice cream cone. (laughs) You know? Uh, And... Uh, I I believe I yelled some curse words at him. You can curse. It's I fine. said, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> and then I pushed him very hard because at this point, if we're still talking about what's in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, I am in the final scene of a league of their own and he's going to fall to the ground mm-hmm. and the ball's going to gently fall out of his mm-hmm. hand. This man was... He was solid. He mm-hmm. was a solid guy. So the shouting and the pushing, it didn't work. <laughs> but I, I pushed him nonetheless, and then I still hit home base. 
And then our entire team celebrated as <laughs> if yeah. I had hit a grand slam. Yeah. Uh, it was great. Can I? Can we tell you our perspective? I need to know it because <laughs> I did. I don't. I don't know it yet. Sure. Yeah. So uh, Brady's on deck. <gasps> Who's an ex? I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> Brady's such a good. <laughs> Brady's on deck. Unfortunately for we're me, down, we're down. We're down by a good amount of runs. Sure. Right? We're yeah. down by a good amount of runs. Yeah. But you a know, small family of runs. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, uh, there are. Two outs. There's two outs. Yeah. yeah. This is, you know, possibly the last at bat, but maybe we get to extend it. <laughs> Off the bat, I see it get by the left fielder, and in my head, I thought, oh, no, she's going to try to score a home run. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, that's so, Joey, that's so funny. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> Like, oh, this, okay, the game is over. But also, I'm like, you know what? Like, that ball is, that ball was hit hard. Yeah. It's going, it's still rolling. Like, she's got a chance to make it. Um, (laughs) The third baseman had the ball when you left third, basically. Sure. And And he was very strong. Yeah. Uh, The catcher tagged you about. 30 feet up the line from home plate. You weren't anywhere near home plate when you got tagged. You were you were so far from home. This, this, this is really helpful for when, when I retell this story and I and I say something like, you know, it was like I my arm went right under his leg. <laughs> It was, and I was safe. Was and so the thing close. is that I was safe. The thing was I was safe, but the game ended for reasons I can't can't explain. But um, but oh. I also like I really I cannot uh, blame you at all for going in that situation. Sure. sure. Yeah. Um, my perspective. Yeah, was, Brady. What did you see being on deck? So I'm on deck. Um, uh, a great hitter. A yeah. great. You got donuts hitter. on your bat. You're really you're oh. you're kind of pumping up. I am amped up. Yeah. And what you should know is uh, this is my first game of the year. Um, Dirt has had one game prior, um, uh, but this is my first game. My first up at bat uh, had a solidly hit grounder to second base. Got thrown out at first. What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Second time up at bat. I'm still mad. Ab- I'm still mad about it. Hit a oh, just absolute a killer. Yeah, killer S- line scorcher. drive. Scorcher, yeah, a scorcher to right center mm-hmm. field. Yes, and this outfielder makes uh, a stellar. Yeah, run she and catch. really made a great running catch on that one. That that was a. I'm a mad at hard... her for two reasons. One, she's a model, and I'm mad. <laughs> two. She can't, she can't be a model and catch like that. Yeah. That's, she is, yeah. she's, she's everything to yeah. me. So you're, so you're pretty amped for this. I'm amped. You know, I, it took me, t- it took me two bats and I found my stroke and yep, I'm, yep. I'm thrilled yep. that we, up until this point, we've had a hell of a rally in this last yeah. inning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I uh, hit a home run. Yeah, you hit a home run. Oh mm-hmm. boy, did you a real home run? <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yes. Not I one. wasn't in that. I wasn't out. Oh, yeah. sure, 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 sure. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> we got some real momentum going into this, um, and uh, Joey's see, also a great hitter. I'm sorry to interrupt, but Joey's everybody's got to know Joey's such a good hitter. All three of us are good hitters. Th- that's fact. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. If you could put us all at cleanup, yeah, that would probably <laughs> okay. make That'd sense. Be great. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I get up to, uh, well, I see Amanda just 
absolutely mm. crushed this ball. And I'm like, oh, hell yes. If she doesn't hit a home run, she's going to s- stay at third. <laughs> she's she's going to get a triple. And I'm going to, I'm finally going to make contact. It's going to drop. It's yes. going to get past an outfielder. Yes. I'm going to drive her in. Yes. I'm feeling really good and confident. Yep. She hits this ball. I'm like, yes. I see her get to third. I'm like, she's got third. <laughs> I see Brad waving her on uh, as. Yep. The I think the cutoff person is at the edge of the infield. Yep. Has the ball yeah. in hand. Oh, yep. yeah. yes. Yep. Yes. Um, and I see uh, Amanda. You just round third, oh, and yeah. I'm like, oh well. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, there it is. Oh no. However, yep. I hear dirt behind me erupting <laughs> with cheers, and I see the look on your face, and I say. Get it. Dig in. <laughs> you got this. And for a moment, I believe yes. you were going to get that. I I did too. The, I really thought I could knock him over. Yeah. Not only do I... Uh, <laughs> Which uh, might have caused more problems. I think that is explicitly <laughs> against the rules. Yeah, he's probably true. I, re- I read that Google Doc. Yeah. Um, but I... I think we would have all been um, thrown out of the game, even after the game is over, arguing that call. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah not only do I um, not hold anything against you, I think you made exactly the right choice. Yeah, it's, it was so fun. It was It was really one of the better... I, I love sports and I love to play sports, and it was one of my favorite sports memories I think I'll ever have because it was like just such a bad decision. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> it was it's a, it like, was a walk off yep. game losing home run. This, you know, it, like when I, it was a game losing home run. It <laughs> yeah. was just so it's exactly what you would watch in a movie like a league of their own where, you know, that person's going to get out. But then I did get out. Yeah. <laughs> The look on the third baseman's face when he caught the ball, kind of leisurely turned around expecting to see you at third and saw you running to home. And then he kind of like shook his head and casually tossed the ball to the catcher. Yep, 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 yep. And I didn't know any of this. And so this is why I like hearing your perspective too, because I was like, I think it also in my mind, I was like, what an arm that left fielder has <laughs> that he got it so fast all the way to the catcher. I mean, what an arm. But it was there was so many throws and so many leisurely throws yeah. in between. Yeah. Uh, it was a true, yeah, true great moment. And uh, I don't know if you know this, um, Gioby, but uh, I have it on good authority that dreams are actually fulfilled on a two-week delay. Uh, Is that true? So, so does that I've mean or a one or one week delay? What, it's like a one and a half week yeah. delay. I've heard that. So that means I'm going to hit a home run this, this Saturday. Week. Yeah, okay, this Saturday, no matter what, try to hit a home run. <laughs> yes. Okay. Do not stop running. <laughs> I won't stop no matter we're gonna, what. We're going to put Brad uh, as first base coach and third base coach. <laughs> Just and, scamper around. Yeah. He's not going to do anything but wave you out. Yeah. And now, Brady, there's no conflict resolution I need to have with you. <laughs> like, we're, uh, I mean, do you feel any sense of like, hey, had I gotten up there, we would have won the game, which I actually do believe that we would have. You know what? I That that dream is uh, past, <laughs> and I, my eyes are on the future. Yeah, okay, you great. can't dwell on okay. past. Um, yeah. Right. You yeah. know, any any dirt player um, uh, acts on behalf of all of us, and I think we all have each other's backs. So. I agree. Yeah. Um, and I, I would have done this exact same thing. Okay, that's so good to know. Um, Amanda, thank you so much for joining us. We uh, 
uh, hopefully we'll have you back again to talk a little bit more, do some more dirt recapping. Yeah, I guess next Monday. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I wasn't saying this is going to be a, like a regular Well, segment. I mean, I'll hit my home run on Saturday. You'll probably want me sure. to come back. I guess if you hit a home run on Saturday, we'll have you come back. Yeah, I'll clear it. my schedule. <laughs> okay. Yeah, dreams, I think that's wise to do that. Dreams do come true. Yeah. yeah. Cancel anything you already have planned because you're definitely going to hit that home run this year. Yeah, I had a napendectomy, but it's... Uh... <laughs> yeah, one of those scheduled appendectomies. <laughs> yeah, you're being a real trooper sitting here doing this for us. Uh, you two are the best. Uh, uh, great. We thanks. love you. Yeah. Thanks, oh, Amanda. Thanks for coming on. So thanks much. for listening, everybody. Yeah. We'll see you next time. The Bean Ball is hosted by Joey Price and Brady O'Callaghan. Our music is by Louis Aronowitz, and our logo is by Brad Mead. If you'd like to contact us, you can email thebeanballpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.